Submission Coalition podcast, people. Welcome back. I know we've been gone for a little bit, but here we go. Episode 62 has us talking to Jacob Toledo, Dark Wolf MMA fighter, combat night champion, all-around awesome dude. Enjoy. isn't evil, but it's the lengths by which certain people are willing to go. And it's definitively wrong. People, that's all that matters. Yeah. Where would you like me to be? Come on down. Over here. All right. Oh. <laughs> you have a microphone? No. What? The one piece of equipment we go out and buy, and we don't use it. That's messed up. Get over. You. What? Get over. Why? Get close. Because I'm getting in there. Chill. <laughs> what? Huh? I don't see you in there. I'm going to be as soon as I hit the lot. Yeah. Start live. So am I. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, this is the lounge, <laughs> the lounge tour. <laughs> All right, are you ready? <laughs> See, we're no, you got to turn that sideways. That's the problem. You can't fit everybody if it's vertical. The line doesn't go sideways. Yes, it does. You have to do it before you click go live. Well, I haven't clicked go live yet. And you know how I know this? Because I've done it. I do it. Then the question is, is how well is it going to pick up on the audio since we're so far away? What? It's not. It's sideways. Still. Huh? It's still sideways. What do you mean it's still sideways? It doesn't like format. Mm -mm. Let me see your phone. Not when you go. Let me see your phone. Go. (laughs) Now try it. Hmm, that's funny. That looks sideways. Yeah, that looks like it went sideways. Oh, yeah, you ready? Mm-hmm. Are we? I think so. Are we already recording on the other one? Yes, we've been Always. recording. <laughs> Always. All of this. Bullshit. <laughs> All of this bullshit was recorded. Yep. All right, we're live. I uh, can't see you. I'm right here. Look at now you are. Now <laughs> you are. Look, I'm giant. I know. I know. Jake's taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're here with Jacob Toledo, one of Dark Wolf MMA's the torpedo. amazing fighters. Just came off an amazing win at uh, Combat Night. Yeah, over the Guilt Nightclub. You got that strap. Right here. <laughs> yep. Yep. There it is. <laughs> okay, you need a turn. That bullshit off. <laughs> no, don't throw your hands up. <laughs> I don't know. Right now. We're gonna change the name. We were just talking about this. This is gonna be the amateur podcast. 
See, before podcasts were a thing, it was all about radio. I know. You know, they couldn't they couldn't see any mess ups, but now you got a whole nother oh, realm to worry about in today's oh. world. Because <laughs> people want to see everything too. They don't want to just oh. hear it. Everything's documented now. There we go. Yeah. Oh, is that better? Stand in line, fart in public. Somebody's posting <laughs> it on TikTok or something like that. Mm-hmm. Somebody Absolutely is going to know. Mo- most of my life is not documented. <laughs> most of it. All right. So um, this is your second go around at trying to get that strap. Yes. So what What was that whole experience like? Like you, you had, you, you've, you've got some other belts from other promotions mm-hmm. but the first go around trying to get the combat night we came up a little bit short yes yes it did split decision split decision close yeah. one <laughs> very good fight um for me it's um when i was younger and i was wrestling in high school um i was one of those people where if i lost to somebody i could like sometimes just never get over that hump mm. you know like, if I lost to someone, I'd probably lose to them again the next time, you know. So, um, with fighting, it's a little different because you very rarely get to have rematches. And uh, the guy I lost to uh, in Jacksonville by split decision the first time, he wound up moving up a weight class. So, I knew that there was a bad, uh, not much opportunity for that rematch. Like, I really wanted it. But... Yeah, I also have my own opinions, though. So, <laughs> you know, it was a good fight. That's all I can say. Other, other than, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, other than ego stroking, I don't find a whole lot of value in rematches. Right. I um, I agree. Yeah, um, other, other than ego stroking. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, and unfortunately, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a gambling, like doubling down. Absolutely. Like, so now what happens, okay, so, so they, they have it in their mind that, you know, I get, I, let's run that one back. I'll get you this time. And then we'll be even up. Yeah. Okay. But then like a gambler, okay. When they chase, when they chase that loss, mm-hmm. like a gambler, they're not quite doing it under the same mentality that they did when they, when they were going for it the first time. Yeah. So then, then they're it almost, it's, it's, all, I mean, it's almost like worse if, if they end up losing a second time to that person. Uh-huh. Um, because they're they're chasing that rematch, I, I don't want to say for the wrong reasons. Everybody's got their own reasons, but it's not the same reasons. Like why they went for that fight in the first place. It's like about revenge almost. Yeah. Like I said, it, it, in my opinion, it's ego stroking to, to go out, especially at amateur level. Mm-hmm. We, we've talked about this a couple of times. What I don't I, like, what is the point of rematches in amateur anything? Right. I mean, <laughs> it should be about diversity at that point and fighting all different types of people. It's like, it's like I'm seven and, and whatever, but I've only faced two people. Yeah. Who really gives a crap about your record when you look and see that you've only been fighting the same people? I mean, that, that actually segues perfectly into what I was about to say about the uh, actual experience of going for it a second time. I think it's all mental, really. Like, if you go at it from that standpoint of, all right, I got to do it this time. I got to get my revenge. I feel like it can mess you up a little bit. Like, you become too one-sided and not focused on the real goal, which was just to work as hard as I 
freak it. Are we allowed to curse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll try. I'm afraid it'll yeah, be. I'm, I'm going to look right at the camera. I can see fuck I want. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. But I just, I went out there with the mindset of I'm going to work as hard as I possibly can and just do everything I possibly can to be right yeah. for this fight. I had watched him a few times before. I had seen him live the year before okay. against Matthew. So, I just, I knew what I had to do, and I knew if I just stayed strong mentally, I could get it done, and I, th- I'm glad it worked out that way. Yeah, it was a fantastic fight. Um, I mean, absolutely fantastic fight. Yeah. Um, My favorite moment was when you picked him up and ran him over to David Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of people love that. I've been waiting my whole career to, to, to do that. Like, you know, you go in the mindset, you're like, I'm a wrestler. I'm going to slam people around, and finally I got to pick well, someone my, up and do that. My my <laughs> favorite part of the of the fight was I think it was uh I think it was shortly after you did that mm-hmm. where you uh you kind of settled down a little bit and oh. then and then here's Christian he's got his phone and he he's he's talking to you. I mean we're we're literally 12 inches away from you. Oh, I was I mean, looking at how... I could see the phone. No, that's what I'm saying. This Christian's like, Christian's like, man, you're doing great, Jake. You got one minute left. And then he turns the phone and he's pointing at He's like, see? <laughs> and you're looking right at the phone as he's pointing at it. I mean, that was fantastic. It's nice hearing you guys literally right next to me, you know? Like, that's. A lot of it really is like mental warfare in my It's opinion. so interesting because, yeah, Christian had a couple fights where, I mean, his arm is slipping around his opponent's neck. I'm sitting on my stool. My nose is about an inch away from the chain link. And their faces are literally pushed into the chain link. I mean, I, <laughs> we're, we're, we're about as close as legally you could, yeah. you could get in, in that match. And and I mean, you can only imagine what it has to feel like from that opponent's standpoint mm-hmm. when you, f- you feel it slipping. It's going around your neck. The, o- the only reason in that fight why it didn't happen is the time ran out. Mm-hmm. You know, t- time in that fight ran out with, with Christian full hooks in, face pressed into the cage, and arm is around the neck completely sunk. Um, Seen by the bell, and and your 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 opponent's coach is damn near nose to nose with you giving instructions. Yeah, that's got to be the worst feeling. Because I know I'm, I'm not a I'm not a trash talker. I don't I don't try. I have a couple times, but usually it was only because the whoever the other coach was or the other fighter was um, initiating it did something. Like we were we were at one. It was just a grappling tournament, and. Uh, Cedric was competing and he went into an absolute division and I, it was, it was, uh, so Cedric's giving up probably eight, 80 pounds in his match. Jeez. Yeah. And, and goes out there. The guy's no slouch. Um, yeah, you could definitely tell the guy, the guy had skill and everything else. And so they go out there and, and, and at one point in time, the guy cinches around Cedric's waist this is already probably a couple minutes deep into the match. They've already had a couple clashes. And so the dude picks up Cedric, slams him down to the ground. And in that moment, their coach on the other side goes, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh, really dramatic. Really dramatic. Like really going overboard. But as they hit Cedric rolled through 
and ends up coming out on the better part of the thing while their coach is going off on this whole this whole like like, 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 well, like no, he's doing this shit like 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 oh my god did you see that that was kind of the way he was reacting and I turned to him and I go oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> that's great I mean, yeah. I mean, so I don't so even in that even in that instance when they're when they're face to face I almost think it's more intimidating when they're calm when, I they're, agree. when they're just like you know this is this is exactly where and how we thought it would be mm-hmm. this is where we anticipate it may not be but that's how you're projecting it right that's how you're it's kind of like uh uh, uh Jaden at a couple tournaments one of our youth he goes out there and wins a match and then he's like ah he's like going overboard and I told him I said look man celebrations are cool but I want you to have an air about you as if the win was the outcome that you thought was going to happen and not like it surprised you. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, that's great advice. I mean, it's like whether, whether it was a shock or not, whether you were going uphill or not, whether, whether you didn't think you were supposed to win that match. Mm -hmm. You know, I just told him, man, it's like, you know, Let's not treat it like it was a surprise. One of my other favorite moments in your fight was uh, Naomi. Coming behind the cage. (laughs) Monkey in behind the cage. (laughs) You're a fucking champion, (laughs) Jay! Yeah. That that (laughs) That, Honestly, because, you know, we all, uh, like I said, mental is the hardest part. And I was was a little tired after the second. Well, Christian and I take different roles. We We always do. Um, as we say, one only one person in your corner gets to be the voice for the game plan. Gets to be the other one only echoes uh-huh. what what is needed. So, um, yeah, I've been I've been really trying to let Christian take a stronger role in uh, in that leadership aspect. So. I've been taking on more of a flavor play. The hype man. I'm the hype man. <laughs> <laughs> it well, worked. It got me hype. Well, what, what we do is, and, and, we, and we do we do this in all fights. It doesn't matter. I mean, if they allow three people in the corner, we have a meeting ahead of time. Who is the one and only voice that is there to give actual instruction? Then we let that person be the voice, and everybody else will react to that. Um, so when, so like during the fight. I'm actually talking to Christian as opposed to yelling out to you. Like, so, you know, I'm talking to Christian and going, man, like right here, this is, this is this, or this is this. And he'll go, yeah, yeah, I see that. And then, and then he becomes the voice to yell out. And then, then again, myself or, or whomever else may be there needs kind of a backup. Um, you know, well, because otherwise <laughs> what you end up with is, is, you know, you end up with, a bunch of voices all the way on, and then, and then it, it's hard for anybody to get anything of value. Um, yeah, so, so like I said, one one person becomes the voice of of the real instruction, and everybody else just becomes. So I remember between second and third round, you know, Christian's there. He's he's talking about you know where you're at points wise, where we thought we were, um, you know how how the match was going in, in our opinion. And again, we, we go very conservative in mm-hmm. our because we're we're not we're not usually we're not usually the hometown crowd, right? And we know, unfortunately, in the fight game that uh, uh, 
people can be swayed oh yeah in their opinions based on crowd reactions i don't think they should be able to but we know they do that they get swayed by crowd reactions when the crowd a punch happens and oh! oh yeah it's um where you, you know luckily the, the judges shouldn't be able to hear the commentary but even commentary follows mm -hmm. similar things where it definitely seems to tend to be more biased towards towards one side versus versus another mm -hmm. you know and things of that nature the and, hometown thing. and so so we go into it with a a, a very conservative uh, outlook on you know if it if it's a close round we don't tend to think we won the close round Mm. Um, we, we tend to go into it thinking that 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 we didn't get the nod mm -hmm. on a on a close round. Yeah. Exactly. So so I remember Christian giving you the uh, the instructions and things of that nature. And I remember as soon as he was done, you turn and you look at me, and then I did my best flavor flav for oh. you know. I remember what you said too. <laughs> uh, like here's the thing that. Now that you mentioned, like, that's the strategy you guys have been taking, I actually, right. like, noticed it. Because I'll admit, like, you, you use a lot of adrenaline. And even if your body isn't as fatigued as your brain can make you think it is. Yes. But you reminded me, you're like, we could do this all day, Jake. What yeah. about it's nothing? And yeah. I'm like, he, he's right. I do this all the time yeah. in, in practice. Like, I'm not that tired. Right. And then that was my best round. Three, three minutes, man. That was left. Yeah. That's, you just got to tell yourself, three minutes. But Three minutes of your life. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that was a beautiful fight. Thank you. I, I enjoyed that. My dad uh, actually agreed. He said he thinks that that was my most complete fight. Oh, 100%. I 100% I agree. Your striking was light years. Well, and, that was, and that was a big part of, uh, of some of the comments that, uh, you know, that, that put out there. I mean, it's realistically speaking, when, when you look at this fight, um, where, where, where did you not fight? I mean, you, you went toe-to-toe, -to -toe, gave as good as you got. You went for submissions. And wrestling, obviously. You got, you got takedowns. You guys fought in clinches. You fought on the ground. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. This was transitions were, you know, were really nice between each of the different phases, you know. And so it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, I, I put out there. It's like, you know, a lot of people expected you to come out of wrestling, but, but what they faced was actually a martial artist, a mixed martial artist. Um, you know. What, uh, where are you going from here? Um, there's a wide range of things, really, that I, I even wanted to discuss with you, uh, you know, uh, after the podcast. But I can kind of, I'm thinking of we'll hold, we'll hold some of that for uh, for, for another well christian needs to be part of right yeah, yeah, of yeah. Those conversations. but i mean i know you just graduated college yes so i mean complete like now, and that, and that, and that, well that's another part that's kind of insane <laughs> you really think about this and that's why uh my personal opinion amateur mma amateur fighting does not get the credit the fighters don't get the credit that they deserve because you're talking about people who are working full-time jobs going to school to finish up your uh bachelor's. your bachelor's and your teaching credentials correct mm -hmm. to to do that and you're doing fight prep so i mean your 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 fight for the combat night title only happened what a week after two uh, weeks two after weeks, yeah. two weeks after and that's where i don't think i don't think amateur athletics gets the nod that uh, that it really should for for what people do mm -hmm. um 
I mean, I mean, it's, it's insane right now. There's a lot of people that when they realize that I still work a daytime job, the gym is not my full-time job. A bunch of uh, my friends in this, in this industry and the like that realize that because they're all dedicated full-time to their gym mm -hmm. and, and they're like, I can't believe you still do that. Yeah. I, mean, I can't believe it either. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. But when you look and you, then you apply that to like you going into that fight. I mean, you're, you're crunching for finals. You're, you know, still trying to make ends meet financially. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, you know, taking this fight seriously and putting in, you know, putting in a lot of work. Um, I mean, what, what, what's that like with, with your average schedule? I mean, well, I'd say that the biggest thing that when someone says they can't do something, a lot of the time it's because of poor time management. So you, you got to just take the time that you do have. And if you spend that time playing video games or doing things yeah. that you're like, Oh, this is fun. Like watch movies. Sometimes you got to be willing to sacrifice some of that and yeah. put in a full 24 hours a day of work, you know, like not just, all right, I'm going to work for eight hours and then I'm going to have my leisurely time where I sit on my butt the rest of the time. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, just all about going out there and saying, all right, this is what I want to do. I want this to happen and there's only one way to do it. So it was just all about time management and not letting outside voices affect you. Yeah. And going about doing what you want to do and not letting it stop. Outside voices are. It can be a hindrance. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, sometimes they think they're doing well. They, they think they're, they're trying to be positive. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think a lot of people truly recognize. Um, it, it's fun uh, getting, getting to hear a bunch of the fighters talking about their least favorite things that, that, that not, not just the average person, but even just teammates. You know, that like somebody's not in the gym for two or three <laughs> weeks. So they're, they're really missing out on, on a bulk of the, oh, yeah. of the prep. Is a lot. You know, and then suddenly they show up and they're all gung ho. Mm -hmm. And, and then they throw out those statements, you know. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely can be an annoyance, but um, overall, it's just, you got to pursue what you want to do. And I had another great thought in mind, but then it escaped me like just oh, a second ago. It'll come back, hopefully. <laughs> well, like I, I had this buddy that, uh, so financially, he like, I make this much money. I'm going to put aside a certain percentage for bills, mm -hmm. a certain percentage for fun money, a certain percentage for food. Mm -hmm. And as I'm talking with him, um, cause he was, he was complaining one day that he's like, he's like, I'm not going to be able to pay all my bills this month. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I put aside this much for my bills and this month something else is due. So I'm not going to have enough to cover it. And I go, well, that that's when, that's when I take my fund money Yeah. and I move it. He goes, no. Oh, he just refused. He just refused. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, no, that's not how this goes. I'm like, no, dude, this is how this goes. You know, when, when you overcommit yourself, fun money disappears. Okay, so let's, let's, let's take that away from money. Let's just make that time. Mm -hmm. you, you set aside so much time to get your, get your stuff done, to get, to get you where you want to be. And you set aside so much time for, for rest and relaxation. And, and there's times where... Got to give something up. You got to... 
Well, either that or you, you have to stop telling people that you're trying to do this other thing, you know, because the reality is you're not. If you're not. <laughs> Time is, an, is a commodity, man. Time is a super valuable. Yes. Well, and, and so there, uh, one, one of our one of our teammates here um, put a post at one time, and he was like, he's like, time time isn't loyal to you. Time isn't this, and time isn't that. And I responded back. I actually wrote almost like a little short essay. I was like, no, man, you're wrong. Like, time is the most loyal thing that you have, pretty much in your life. It's there, twenty four seven. The problem is you're not loyal to your time. Mm -hmm. You choose to squander it, to go do other things. But the time is there. The time is always there. Absolutely. But you make the choice. So, so it's not that time is not loyal to you. You're not loyal to your time. Mm -hmm. you know? And when you start to really look at it that way, you know, it, it, it kind of changes your perception. Kind of the same thing. It's kind of like money. It's interesting when you start to think about things and say, the reality is, how much time did it take for me to earn this much money to do the thing that I want to do? So instead of saying, this cost me X amount of dollars, mm -hmm. why not just say, I worked for 15 hours of my life to be able to do this. It took me 15 hours of that. I feel like if you break it down like that too, it helps your mind as well. Like, cause you take that increment, that time, and then you break it down into what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Like, right. you know, that's, I really do believe that at least when it comes to fighting, just everything's so mental. It really is like the oh, yeah. hardest mental sport. And I, I, I kind of like to categorize wrestling with fighting in that regard, like just how mentally oh, tough they are. 100%. I, 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 I personally have my own opinion. There's a lot of people out there that just because punches aren't being thrown, they don't consider it to be a fight. Uh-huh. No, nah, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. But, you know, um, you know. To me, fighting fighting goes in, in many, many different aspects. Yeah. Um, those people have never been cross-faced. Well, I mean, <laughs> fighting, fighting to me does not mean that, that punching or striking has to be allowed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's, to me, it's, it's the struggle. Um, it's the, you know, it's, it's in the middle of that struggle. What does losing mean? Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that fight, even though it may be a mental battle, not a physical battle. It's still a fight, though. Um, you know, to me, it's still a fight. Just because you can't throw punches or something of that nature doesn't devalue it. Um, you know, to me, to me I think, I think by, by making the definition so minuscule, because by many of these people, by their definition then we can't even say that MMA is actually fighting mm -hmm. because there's rules, a referee, and there's other stuff that go into it that ultimately means that, you know, it, it doesn't go all the way. It's not, absolutely. It's not, by, by some of their definitions, it's not a real fight because life is not on the line. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is kind of like the purest form of like fighting or self-defense you can really get if someone attacks you on the on the street or something but it's, but it's like it's like at the same time though i mean are you, are you gonna tell me that a soldier who gets into <laughs> a gun battle that that's not fighting 
Right. Even though there's no punches, there's no kicks, there's nothing of that nature. They don't even physically come in contact with each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's all this. Yeah. But what they're throwing at each other is lethal. Mm-hmm. That's a fight, man. I'm Absolutely. Sorry. I'm sorry. Hey. Um, you know, it, it's a different, it's a different thing. It's a different vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I can see two wrestlers going at it, and at the end, you're like, "Wow, man, those guys really fought." But yeah, they did, man. The struggle that they put in there, the intensity that they put in there. Even though no punches, technically no punches were thrown, I still, I still, it's still a fight. Absolutely. I'm glad that you uh, think so. I know a lot of people who have never wrestled or fought a day in their lives and they have all their opinions and yeah, thoughts. Yeah, those are fun. You know, yeah, that, those are fun. <sighs> um, you got uh, anything coming up? Um, as far as fighting, or, uh, now, right now, I'd like to say I'm at an interesting crossroads, really. <laughs> um, now that I've finally finished something that took me like seven years, three years longer than most people, I got my four year degree, it took me seven. Yeah, it <laughs> happens. But now that that's uh, all, well, people say it takes 10 years to get black belt in jiu jitsu, I was like 23. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's at that point where now the choices I make are kind of going to determine a lot of my path for the next uh, couple years. And I'm glad that I'm still relatively young. I'm glad that I have lots of time to make my goal. Ultimately, I want to keep fighting. Like I enjoy it. I love it. And it's just what I, even since I was a little kid, I think there was just something that I, I'm glad that I can legally do it and, and have fun and, you know, in the future, actually make some money for it, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that uh, seems to be what's coming up, and we're going to talk more about it and have some more news for the people in the future. <laughs> but uh, definitely so for, for, discussion. For people out there that want to follow you, mm-hmm. um, what's your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is Toledo Torpedo. So T-O-L-E-D-O, like in Ohio, and then Torpedo, like Torpedo. <laughs> should find it yeah. and then are you uh facebook as well or just uh, uh yeah facebook uh just my name jacob toledo um do you have an athlete's page uh no i don't we need to change that uh, is that uh for instagram yeah, facebook. facebook okay yeah i uh I always thought like a lot of the people who did that, they weren't actual athletes, but I guess now I, I can actually qualify myself as. Uh, yeah. I think you can qualify yourself as an athlete. I yeah. think I've had the, the minimum. This, this was my eighth <laughs> fight now. <laughs> so I guess it's about that time. All right. Yeah, so definitely go check him out. Throw him some likes. Get, uh, get onto his Instagram and uh, Facebook accounts. Blow him up. Uh, get him out there. He's uh, in the local scene currently right now. Let me. Uh, let me make sure I have everything correct. You got the Lilio Code 125 Amateur MMA Championship. Mm-hmm. You got the WCFL 125 MMA Championship. Yes, sir. And now you got the Combat, Combat Night 125 yep. Amateur MMA Championship. Yep. So, you know, definitely, uh, I mean, that's, that, that's an impressive accomplishment, I think, here in... Uh, uh, at least in central to north florida that's 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 the three majors aren't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. i mean there's i'm sure there's some other organizations down south 
uh, you know, some other organizations down there that we haven't had that much of a chance to uh, to get into. But that's that's a pretty major accomplishment uh, in in this area of Florida. I'm not sure how many other people have have done that. We know there's a number of people that have gotten, you know. A combat night championship or a WCFL championship or a little Yeah, no, I don't know that many that have all three. But who, yeah, who, who's, <laughs> who's been able to actually uh, get all three of those? Um, so uh, that's quite the accomplishment. Thanks. It's pretty badass. So, uh, all right, guys, we got to go start class. <laughs> yep, no rest for the wicked. Nope. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Oh, yeah, I had a great time. But Jake's still taller than me. <laughs> And now it ends. We're done. <laughs>